Welcome to this Time to Lead podcast where leaders come together to grow and get better. My name is Fred and I'm your host and your mental growth coach and I'm so ready to make a difference in the lives of our listeners. We believe that before you can lead others, you must first lead yourself. So on this podcast, we focus on self-leadership. And today's topic is leading through a crisis. And special guest, that might be an understatement. I really got a brother right who I've been knowing since I was in my early, early, early times. And uh, when I was a young guy and he's family to me, I, I can't even call him a buff family. Uh, he goes by the name of Apostle Jesse Shepherd. Welcome to the show, bro. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> How you doing today? Oh, Fred, it's real good to see you. I'm doing great, my friend. Um, life is great in Christ. What can I say? Life is great good, in man. Christ, even during a crisis, during a pandemic. Even during a pandemic, <laughs> that's right, man. You know, yes. it's funny, uh, you have always been a person that has been, uh, I've always looked up to when I, when I was younger, man, and we've gone through life, you know, seeing each other, being able to rise, man. You Nobody really knows this, but it, a lot of people may not know, I don't know, but you, you was a pretty good basketball guy right there back in the day, man. <laughs> Oh man, you're taking me back now. You take me back to one of my old passions. <laughs> right. My whole goal yeah. was to play above the rim at six play feet. Play above six the rim. Coming <laughs> exactly. out of Dudley. Uh, absolutely, yes. man. Water race. So, for those who don't know you, uh, give us a little background, man, about who you and uh, and uh, kind of where you're at right now in life. Sure thing. Sure thing. Uh, educated in the. Uh, Colonial School District, uh, Newcastle County, Delaware, from Dunleaf, Dunleaf Estates. Dunleaf, one of the, represent. <laughs> yes, sir. One of the historically uh, black communities of the, uh, of the county. Yeah. Proud of that. Second, third generation. But anyway, uh, as I said, uh, educated uh, at William Penn, graduated from William Penn High School, uh, went on to uh, Christian, small Christian private college, Oral Roberts University, yeah. obtained a... Uh, a BA in theology. And uh, today I find myself as an entrepreneur and as a clergyman. Uh, mm-hmm. Clergyman is, uh, is who I am. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur is some of what I do. Uh, God has given me something that uh, I tie the two together and call it uh, not business and not ministry. I call it something like businessry. Mm. And uh, meaning that everything I do is for the Lord, whether it's business or serving, it's all for the Lord. And yeah. so I find myself at a, at, a, at, a, at a state today during this pandemic where I'm serving more than ever. And I'm mm. more comfortable in my skin and in my, um, my position than ever before. Yeah. And part of that comes from having, you know, a good solid foundation, number one, in Christ. Number two, having a solid foundation at the family level. Mm. I have a beautiful wife of uh pushing two years soon here in december and you know like the scripture says it's not good to be alone not good no. for a man to be alone no least. it's not <laughs> and uh i've been there yo <laughs> me I'd too, rather brother. Be here. <laughs> yeah me too i'm with you there amen yes yes so you know i thank the lord for that wonderful lady and um i find myself just just uh content content yeah. in my own skin content mm-hmm. at this stage of game who were yes. some of your biggest influences when you were younger? Uh, I definitely have to say my dad, my mother. I'm, I'm the product of a uh, father and mother household. 
Mm. I thank the Lord for that. I realized as I got older how uh, how rare that is these days. Yeah. Uh, even going back 20, 30 years, it was becoming rarer and rarer. So mm. my dad is a huge influence. Um, I'm one of these guys that love Dr. J. You know, yeah. it's real simple. I love yeah. Dr. J. <laughs> uh, professional basketball. I loved uh, uh, professional wrestling. You couldn't mm. tell. You couldn't have told me That's that it true. was. <laughs> <laughs> it was real uh, back in. <laughs> it was real for me. So you know, I love my dad as an example. Loved Dr. J. Loved uh, people like Tony Atlas. You know, yeah, I remember Perfect him. Physique, yes, you know, Mr. USA. Oh my goodness. Know? And so, you know, things like that, sports figures, um, Jesse Owens, I always heard my dad talk about him. Yeah. Uh, my uncle Linnell, Linnell Shepard was, uh, really, he was an Olympian and one of uh, Delaware State's, uh, forgot what you call it, but he's one of the uh, revered athletes. You know, I you remember look his that. Name up. Yeah. I remember int- y'all introduced me to him and him had, had models, plaques and just mm-hmm. just amazing just amazing physique just oh my goodness yeah yeah oh my goodness. he was our tony atlas back then he really was in the flesh you know <laughs> yeah delaware from and, delaware uh, <laughs> yeah yeah they called him mighty mouse and uh <laughs> he went to the olympics you know that same year when uh some of the men were protesting and held their fist up oh wow uh, in honor of what was going on in the united states you yeah. know yeah. you know here we go again you know, Look at that, was, I know. all these years later Mm. They held their fists up to protest and to make a statement. And, you know, my uncle Linnell was actually there during that time. And I just found that out last year. Um, Unfortunately, he passed on and and made his final journey with the Lord uh, last year. But before that, he was able to tell me. Mm. And that story was never conveyed to me through the brethren or Mm. through his brothers. But he was literally there. And um, part of history. Yeah. Or into his lifestyle Mm. and his life. But he yeah. did receive a letter from Jesse, uh, from um, uh, not Jesse uh, Owens, but um, the baseball star. Excuse me. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I need to talk about um, the one that uh, Chadwick played. Um, exactly. Read the, um, received a letter from him, and whatever right. was in that letter caused him to go to the Olympics, but he didn't participate. Wow. And so we have a legacy talking about leading, mm-hmm. you know, in a time of uh, trouble and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. I look to these different ones, not to mention my uncle yeah. Roger, my uncle, uh, right. Tyrone. you know, these are strong men in the faith and I've looked to them right. and I, I didn't have to look far. So those were my influence. Wow. They were right there. That's good. That was, they were right there giving you that foundation to be able to catapult you, uh, from where, from, from where you was. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And that's, it's not, would you say it's not common nowadays to have that kind of structure? And it was the reason why, you know, when, when sometimes when either young men or even men, uh, either our age or younger, when they get into a situation in a crisis with relationships or job related, they don't really have anybody to bounce off of. I, I do find that uh, to be rare. And um, again, yeah. I value it so much knowing that, you know, I had a father at home, a man, a male role model at home uh, mm-hmm. and had male role models right in the family. I didn't have too far to look. Uh, these men were with their yeah. uh, their wives, and they were leading uh, uh, fruitful lives, productive lives, held down jobs, nine to fives, and and the most important thing is the the example they set. They actually gave their lives to the Lord, and what I mean mm. by that was that they 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 stopped certain ways that the, that was unproductive, and mm-hmm. uh, they allowed the Lord to be the head of their lives. You know, they followed yes. the uh, Lord in you know through Jesus Christ. I do want to make sure I mention that name. 
You say, absolutely. Who, who is the Lord? You know, for us, yeah, shepherds, we're Jesus about Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's for us too on this show. <laughs> so, just uh, y'all can tune out right now. If it would, that's the problem because this is where we're at right now. <laughs> that's where we act. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> mm. That's good stuff. Thank you. So that's that. That's 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 very good, and it's very very. It's very important for me. Uh, to uh, to kind of put that out there for those who are out there either either going through something right now. Um, uh, you have because you you're an older brother, right? Oldest brother. I'm the oldest brother. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you, I'm sure you've had to lead our, you know, lead us brothers and sisters, even though I was adopted. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Of course, <laughs> speaking neighbor, you know. But but you had to lead. You had to be always in a position to be able to, no matter what happened, to kind of navigate. What 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 are, what are some of the Way, what, what are some of the ways that you um, had to pull on as far as how did that develop you to being the leader, you know, being, being in charge, brothers and sisters that took you to also relationships with your kids and family? Thank uh, you. What, what, how, did you how did you do that? I it's tell like, you, uh, so Fred, well. <laughs> uh, bless you, my friend, bless you. I think one thing, being the oldest, and, and you know a little something about that, being the oldest, yes. we have to, I think God gives us a certain grace equipment to to navigate you know uh sometimes they say the oldest sort of um uh they take risk and maybe they apply that to the youngest as well they sort of have an example in front of them to take those risks as well but for me um i found uh again looking around being able to see uh my dad and and other men in the community i have uncles uh, I have mm -hmm. aunts, I have a strong leadership in the family. So I didn't have to look far. Um, right. But I do believe in leading by example. Uh, as I became a man and, uh, you know, you, you take on a wife and then children of your own. Absolutely. Uh, I have found that, you know, leading by example, truly putting the Lord first, trusting the Holy Spirit uh, to order your steps, uh, uh, living your life according to the written inspired word of God. That makes all the difference in this world, yeah. especially now in a COVID-19 era, a, pa a yes. worldwide pandemic. Um, you better be living according to some kind of code or you will get swallowed up by the, the fear and the, 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 the trouble that we find in the world today. You know, yes. yeah, being of copper tone, copper complexion, you know, things are not always fair. And, and you and I can testify yes. to that from personal experience. Things just aren't fair. Absolutely. And you have to go out into that world and yet make your way. And so for me, um, just having faith in God, putting your best foot forward, uh, trying to live with a spirit of excellence and, and trusting God. You know, the scripture mm -hmm. does say, you know, lean not to your, your own understanding, uh, trust in the Lord with all your ways, acknowledging in all your ways and he'll direct your paths. And so that's been one of the scriptures to help me. And truly, I've lived by that. Perhaps I felt... You know, you know, for those who are listening, perhaps you feel like you can't uh, uh, hear what God is saying. Well, simply do what is written, you know, do what is written and God will direct your paths. And so for me, I take. Um, I'm humbled in telling you that's that's how it works. If you if you really don't know which way to go, you know, take your time, get still, do the word, you know, let the Lord uh, lead your steps, have faith in him. And so that that's where I'm at with leadership. That's good. And uh, they said that, um, you know, sometimes they say that 
a person's character is developed when in times of adversity. Uh, would you agree with that? Or do you, I've actually heard someone correcting me saying it's, it's not that, um, you know, adversity, you know, kind of develops a leader, it reveals him. Ah, that's good. That's real good. That's, that's so, the best way I've heard it put. What's, what's, yeah. what's your thoughts on that? You definitely are going to run into adversity in this life. Uh, if you don't know that, I'm letting you know. Adversity <laughs> is right around the corner. Just let them know now. Jay. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so, mm. so you know, um, don't look at it as if you're the only one going through it. I think mm. this is how life is designed. Yeah. You know, every itch deserves a scratch. Mm. Uh, every problem deserves a solution. Mm. And, you know, I'll just take it straight to the scriptures. Mm. Why would God put a perfect man in Adam into a garden, a perfect mm. garden of paradise, and yet there's a serpent sliding around, mm. uh, living personification of adversity, okay? Right, right. And so I just believe that every man, every woman, every person has what it takes to overcome whatever adversity um, is coming their way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I have found that to be true in my life. Uh, whatever problem has come, as I get quiet, as I meditate, as I, as I chew on that word, as I just quiet myself down, center myself down and try to listen and turn inward, I can find my answer and I can navigate. I can find that light that I need to navigate through the dark paths of life. And um, that's what it boils down to me, um, boils down for me too. And, um, you know, I hate to sound so religious, but honestly, if this is the way you're living and this is the, the life I've chosen, this, this is how I do navigate through. This is my compass uh, through this world, you know, and it doesn't matter who's in the White House. It doesn't matter who the local officials are. It really doesn't matter um, because I know that ultimately I will get through it. I will not only survive it, but I will thrive during that time. Mm -hmm. and, and again, uh, I emphasize that it's by having faith not only in a higher power, not only in the creator, but again, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as it's written, you know, the author, the finisher of our, of our faith, etc., etc. And yes. so that's, that's how I deal with adversity mm. um, through him. And, and you learn from it, you know, yeah. let me get a little practical here. You learn from what you go through. You don't want to go through the, 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 the desert for 40 years, like the children of Israel. Did, right. like the Hebrews. <laughs> yeah. You know, they didn't have to, but they weren't learning. They weren't that's learning right. throughout the journey. Somebody mm. said it was a, a one week journey, but it took them 40 years because they just wouldn't learn. Right. And so when you go through these things, you have to, to take notes, you learn, mm -hmm. you know, and you correct yourself. You find yourself standing a little taller or correcting, you know, you do self-reflection. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's not always somebody else's problem or somebody else's fault. Yeah. You have to self-reflect and self-correct. And so I find humility to be. Uh, uh, oh, there it is. That's it. Mm, it will mm, take mm. you places. Yes. You know? Being able to listen to somebody, to hear what they're actually saying, not mm -hmm. to assume that you know what they're talking about, but, mm -hmm. but to actually hear and to allow yourself to be humble enough to grow, you mm -hmm. know, from what that other person has to offer. It's interesting. I just did a, a teaching about listening. Uh, and now I, I said one of the one of the mistakes that we make is is uh, that we there's a couple of things is that we don't we don't listen to hear. We listen to reply. Mm. So we somebody asks us a question 
And then before, and as soon as they give us just a little bit, and I, and listen, I know this because I do it. I've done it. You know I mean, several mm-hmm. times, you know, mm-hmm. someone's going to ask me a question and because maybe I'm thinking, I'm trying to think ahead and try and get to your answer. I don't let you quite get it out. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm listening to you, but, be, but you gave me a little clue and you asked mm-hmm. me, well, what mm-hmm. if I do this with this particular thing? And I'm already mm-hmm. trying to give you the answers because I'm not mm-hmm. listening so that you can be heard. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Let yes. me get it out. And my wife does it to me all the time. She's going, you going, she said, you're going to talk and let me, you know, let me talk. <laughs> she, <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> so, you're going to let me, you're going to let me finish my point. So right. I, 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 I know what you're going to ask me. No, let, she's, it, it, what's not, it's not, I may know the answer, but the thing is, give her the time to get it all out. Absolutely. So the respect. Sure, yes. Yeah, that respect. And mm-hmm. uh, that is something I, I learned and I'm still learning because it goes back and forth. And I, I love that what you talked about being able to self-reflect because that's part of what I'm t- trying to do as time to leave is bring the awareness mm. that we can, we can go out here and say what people should do, but we got to co- start here. Yes, and absolutely. Sometimes, like you said, we, I like how you said earlier, sometimes we got to be still enough to be mm-hmm. able to look inside the mirror and say, you have a problem with that, Fred. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you, you, mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to take a moment to pause before you answer somebody or you know, start to self-reflect. And once you self-reflect, then you self-correct. And then when somebody sees that, there's, mm-hmm. there, there, mm-hmm. that you're willing to be able mm-hmm. to fix it yourself, mm-hmm. then, they will, then your influence goes up with them. And it's okay, if he, okay, if he, if he recognizes that, I can let my ego down because I do the same thing. <laughs> yes, yes, that's good for it. You know, that's good. Yes. And, and so it's more, it's more about let you know. Before I, you know, I don't forget the scripture that says, "Before I, you know, tell you you got something in your eye, <laughs> take the log out of your <laughs> eye." <laughs> I need to take the log out of my eye before my I try to take the log out your eye. <laughs> how can you see my log? And you got right, this, my little, right. I'm sorry, how can you see my splinter? And you got a whole. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So from a leadership perspective, how, why do you think, um, wh- I guess, what do you think is the challenge with some leaders, not all, but some leaders to be able to, what is the challenge with them kind of? Uh, or be, becoming aware of their own shortcomings or things that they got to work on if they have people that's following them? Why is it so hard for them to recognize that for themselves? Um, Fred, honestly, um, and I've asked myself this before, um, I think what it is when we do see that weakness in leadership, I think that it's because perhaps they have not had a mentor. They yes, have not had the, yes. the, the exercise and the practice mm-hmm. of following somebody that they trust mm-hmm. of, again, humbling That's yourself, sure. listening, you know, allowing somebody else to be right, right, allowing somebody else to have the answer and following their pattern. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what life is about. It really is. You know, yeah. I mean, what is it about being a father or having a son mm-hmm. or a daughter, except that you set the example before them? You live that example. You don't just talk it, but you live it or yes, a pastor or a bishop, you have somebody who has gone on before you, an older, wiser man or woman who can mm-hmm. show you the way, who's been there and done that. And, and, and it's up to you. It is your responsibility to actually listen and yeah. learn. You know, many mm-hmm. times I say, like, I can take the horse to the, to the water, but can I make him drink? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's your responsibility to at least sip, to, to at least dip your toe in that water, mm-hmm. you know, 
the, the scripture says it this way, taste and see, you mm. know, taste and see, you right. got to experience this thing, you know, so, <laughs> so, you know, I'm it's kind of hard to tell mentors. Yes. It, 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 that's good. The mentor thing is, is key. And, uh, it's, kind of hard to, to explain about what chocolate tastes like you gotta taste hey, it yourself. hey come on <laughs> you, you can look at it right you can, you can smell it but to taste it is a whole nother story i'm a chocolate can't lover explain it. <laughs> yes, i can't explain how, how no i can't explain like. it. you gotta experience it <laughs> gotta experience it so i think that, that is key i just learned something the mentorship and i and I, I i am the one that you know you know me, man. You know me. I've, I've been trying to be on top of my game. I've been trying to learn and trying to be the first, trying to be the go-to guy. And then eventually it's like when I went through this John Maxwell experience, it was just like incredible because everybody has a mentor. Respect for that, Fred. Respect. Everybody Respect. has a mentor. And I kept saying to myself, you don't know anything. Mm. It was it was it was it was mind blowing for me. And I and I talk about humility. Um mm -hmm. It, it it was interesting because I thought humility was humiliating. Mm, okay. That's where I was at. I was Got like, you. I should have to ask you. I, I, can, I can Google it. No, it's not that, Fred. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. is the fact that you have someone who has gone before you. Forget Google. Because Google's going to give you a... a, a you know how we 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 got the first top. But the answer is right. probably in the, in the 158,000 answer. There you go. That will get me closer. But if I had a mentor to say, no, 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 don't, don't pick the third one. That's just for the people who want to put ads out there. Your answer right. is down here. Right. right. Because I've, I've already did it myself. And there so I want to, I, I want to encourage a lot, a lot of people out there, whether you're in leadership, you just got to sign. Cause sometimes people get pushed into leadership. They, nobody else want it. <laughs> True. Good point. Good point. You just get pushed into leadership. And so you're not really, you haven't been equipped to be mm -hmm. able to lead, and then mm -hmm. you don't like people. Mm. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> how, how is how, how is that going to work? <laughs> right, right, like, right, right. So it's not it's not going to work. So so um, I think it's I think it's in, in is is interesting. Uh, the mentorship is Pete. I want I think it's this is important to, for people to understand that it having a mentor will will save you so much time, no matter yes, what. Sir whether it's business yes, or personal. And sometimes our mentors are the people that we grow up with that have a certain level uh, right. of, of, of mindset and thought. And it's okay until you start growing past them. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Because at that yes. point, you need to get a new mentor. Okay, you bring up a great point, Fred. Um, yeah. Now we're talking about true leadership. Uh, okay. my goal for my children are that they would become better than me. Again, yeah, me humility, too. absolutely humility. Yep. I want you to be mm -hmm. greater than me, mm -hmm. you know? And so a true pastor or a true uh, bishop or leader in the church, for example, his goal or her goal is that once I'm done discipling you, you'll mm -hmm. be at least as good as I am. And, and I really want you to be better than me. So, mm -hmm. you know, I understand what you're saying. And I think this, again, like, you know, to your first question and first point, these are some of the flaws we see in our leadership. You know, okay. we see we see leadership that has not thought it through. They have not looked down the road mm -hmm. and, and, and figured out that if they truly do do their job and mentor you and, and father you or mother you properly, you're going to be just like them. Uh, just like the scripture says, when a disciple is fully taught, he'll be just like his master. So if Jesus mm -hmm. is my master, yeah, I want to be like him. 
You know, mm-hmm. if I can at least be mm-hmm. like the Lord, I'm okay with that. But speaking That's from right. a natural practical him. point, not be him, but like him, right? But speaking mm. from a, a practical standpoint, if I can be sure. like that mentor, if I can be yeah. like a Dr. King or a Malcolm mm-hmm. X, you know, the best parts of them, I'm, I'm okay yes. with that. And if, again, yep. if, they're, if they're wise in their craft, then, you know, eventually they know I'm going to be like you. You can tell. Uh, it reminds That's me of a scripture. The, the Pharisees could tell that the, uh, the, the apostles had been with Jesus, you know, even though they were uneducated <laughs> fishermen, you know, they had been with Jesus. <laughs> so there you go. Men. There you have it, you know, <laughs> exactly. you'll be like your, yeah, your they, mentor. And wow, it's okay. Let me just say this, Fred, it's okay to have multiple mentors. Some mentors are good for finance. Some are good for, you know, marriage or relationships. I'm glad you said you know, that. Perhaps yes. one person doesn't have all the answers, you know, it's okay mm-hmm. to have multiple mentors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard, you know, from a personal standpoint, and then I've heard it from a business standpoint, my mentor, uh, he paid someone $300,000 to mentor him. And when he told oh, me, wow. I said to myself, who in the world would do that? But wow. he, he's, he's, he's made $250 million. Oh, wow. Gotcha. And it's so when you Right. So when you when you're looking at that perspective and then he's 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 built four or five companies and created leaders that move. He's taught those same things. So that's from a business standpoint. So from a non-business standpoint, whether it's in the church, whether it's in your family, um, you know, we are we are natural mentors as parents. But I'm learning now because my kids are growing, even it gets to a point where, you know, even when you when, when you when your kids go off you become a mentor, but at a different level, because you cannot, you can no longer give them the answer because life jumps in and this is a different culture, different generation. We have the foundation and that's where they able to, to go from, but they start making changes that we would not agree with. Mm. They're doing different things that is like, why are you doing it that way? But I had to realize, okay, I got to kind of take a step back. I got to be there to answer questions, but at the same time, now I got to ask, I got to see what they're going to do and allow them to be able to now lead themselves. And then I just kind of, well, you may want to think about this as opposed yeah. to why are you doing that? You shouldn't do it. Because uh, my wife gets me all the time with this, Jay. She gets me with this. She says, I'm not telling you a better way. Okay. I'm telling you a different way. Uh, I like that. See, better way, as, as men, better way, we do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. D- different way? I, I okay, I'm willing to Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing to hear different, right? I'm, I'm willing, but just, so, just don't say better because my wall comes up. It comes right? up. Ego, just, male ego. Who's, yeah, they just, <laughs> so we all got it. But different way, she just sw- switched to perspective. So now I'm open because at this point, I got to go to a five-year-old stage and I got to be open, just that curiosity level that opens me up there. And yes. sometimes our wives are our mentors. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I'm learning <laughs> so much. I'm learning so much daily. Sure, sure. Every I can't day. deny it. I can't <laughs> deny it. <laughs> I can't deny it. The man in me can't good. deny That's it. Good. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> That, and listen, that takes an extreme amount of humility, but at the same time, it is such a blessing because um, all they want us to do is get better. And listen, that's what I, the show is about, man. I don't know if yours is like mine, but they, they, they claim they train us. Every day is a yeah, training lesson. Yeah, every day. 
just, just before the thing go, I was, I was, I was doing something with my wife, and she said something. I just turned around like a puppy, like, huh? Every time I put my hand up like this, he's like, okay, you try. <laughs> But I'm, I'm learning. I've learned everything. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, I, I, this is a really good conversation. And, uh, you know, um, as far as COVID-19, just want to just kind of go there. What what have you, What how how did that cause you to pivot as far as your business and personally and family? And what kind of, also, what kind of, believe it or not, you know, and if you had anybody that, that, you know, that, that lost their life, we want to definitely, that's first and foremost, we just pray for anyone who's, lost their life we're really sick of dealing with that but uh what kind of you know how has that changed what 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 was going on for you and your family and in your business and what did you learn from COVID uh good point um much like 911 not that you had I make it clear not that you had COVID I'm just saying from no, the, I understand. the pandemic let me just say I gotta I'm make clear. sure that's clear you know <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah I tell you what, um, 911 affected me drastically business-wise. It caused everything to halt. And it's been uh, similar with COVID-19 here in 2020. Um, Talking about family, I will say this. I've heard it said more than once that uh, COVID has caused you to to realize that because you're home, you're spending more time with your spouse or your loved one, your significant loved one. You're either loving him or her (laughs) or hating him or her. It's driving you one way or the other. And so you're getting to know the people that are around you because the time is at, at hand. You know, you have plenty of time on your hands and you're living very close to each other. And so you figure out ways to to create peace with each other. And, uh, you know, you spend your time a little bit differently because you're not out and about ripping and running like you used to. So uh, for us, it's improved relationship. You know, it's caused us to be able to have more more conversation more important conversations that, you know, may have waited, may have not have happened or come to the surface as soon as they, as soon as they have because of COVID. So on a family level, which is the most important level, you know, it's helping, believe it or not, you know, God is making it work together for the good on a, on a more business level in terms of, uh, you know, I guess commerce, finding uh, income, you know, it's affected the people I love, you know, people are, are forced to, uh, uh, receive, uh, what do you call it? Unemployment benefits, you know, the insurance. Um, people are forced to find new ways to make a living. And so, yeah, it has affected, you know, for me personally with ministry, um, I find myself doing things like we're doing now. We're, we're on Zoom, we're online talking face-to-face instead of in person, you know, and, right. you know, um, I've seen a fine example uh, with Lynette's family, they they actually sit and have family dinner. They share family dinner a couple times a week. And wow. it's awesome. It's creative. Yeah. They get to talk, you know, for those that live alone, you know, um, they they have company and they're, they're able to talk and communicate and share important things that happen during the week and life goes on. And so, yeah, COVID has drastically changed things and probably yeah. things won't go back to the same as we as we know it. You yeah. know, as I understand it, we're, we're, we're in a currency reset. Things are changing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You go to supermarkets and they don't accept your change anymore. They, they got signs out saying we, we can't give we you change. don't have any change. I just saw you know? that. <laughs> right, right. When has that ever occurred in our uh, life? No, exactly. They, 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 they're cha- what they're doing is they're changing. They're changing. <laughs> right. You ain't right. getting no change, but it is change. <laughs> it's changing. And so, so what? 
we have a lot of churches closed now. You know, yeah, church is true. a big part of my life, our lives, yeah. and um, churches, a lot of the doors are closed. Yeah. And so we, you know, uh, uh, originally the church was founded in the home. In the home. You know, Jesus something? preached out and about, right? But after he passed on and handed the torch, the baton to the apostles, there were house churches. And here mm-hmm. we are back in the house. And I love it. Talk you know, about a reset. Okay. Talk it's about a, a reset. reset. Oh, my it's a goodness. a real reset. A mm. spiritual mm. reset. Right? Yes. Yes, it's true. Right. So, it's true. yeah, COVID has affected everything on every yeah. level, I think. Yeah. God, God know how to shut, it, shut down this world when, when, when we think we own it. I was just saying that on my last interview. We think we own something fracking in the ground and all this kind of crazy stuff. When John, God just said, pause. <laughs> and everybody had to pause. <laughs> Bow down. <laughs> and, and and another thing that I was talking about on the last episode is that it's 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 amazing how it created people that that, that didn't talk before now they're on a level playing field because now we you know we were talking now now yeah, people talking. in circles that wouldn't let us in now they're they're, they're there you they're, go you know, so that's there that's kind of what's go. going on as well so yeah there you go good point. So um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. This has been a great, great conversation. I, I appreciate you, man. This has been a great, great You are Again, you're just a great leader, great friend, great brother of mine. Thank Love you, you so brother. much, man. Love I appreciate you. it. Respect um, you. If you have, um, you know, if you have someone out there who is having trouble, uh, you know, kind of looking in the mirror and, and, and being, being reflective, what kind of advice could you give them to be able to allow them to see themselves so they can make the change that they need to make in their lives? Sure, sure. Uh, The first bit of advice is to be true. You know, get rid of the lies, you know, be as honest as you can with yourself. Look in that mirror. If there is a spot that you don't like, acknowledge the spot. Don't pretend it's not there and then do something about it. Uh, Secondly, uh, realize that we don't have all the solutions. We don't know everything and it's okay to ask somebody else. It's okay for a man Mm -hmm. to listen to a woman to a wife, a spouse, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay mm-hmm. to, to go to an older male or to a, a, a peer who mm-hmm. may have had, who may have had success in a certain area. Mm-hmm. It's okay to humble yourself and listen to somebody else. And so I would definitely tell that person, you know, self-reflect, get with yourself, by yourself, you know, calm down and shut down all the voices and uh, just, just, just look on the inside and humble yourself. And ultimately, the ultimate advice is, you know, call upon the name of the Lord. Yes. You know, from whence cometh your help. Yes. And, and God will answer you. He'll show you things. You know, it may not be an audible voice, mm-hmm. but if you want to hear God, open that word, open that book. And there's a big rumor going around that the, the, the book has been tampered with, tampered with. But one thing I can tell you, uh, Brother Fred, mm-hmm. if it's tampered with, it has not been tampered with to the point to where I can't hear God out of it. Okay, God still speaks. God still speaks. (laughs) And those who want to hear him would simply open the word of God. That's right. Yeah, I don't care if it's King James Version and (laughs) read several versions. Somebody (laughs) said, read it in the Holy Ghost. That's That's the best way to read it, right? That's it. So that's that's my true advice to people. You know, Mm -hmm. be true with yourself, humble yourself, ask somebody for help, and truly call upon the name of the Lord because God will help us all during this time of COVID 19. My brother, Apostle Jesse Shepard, I appreciate you, man. We had a good time, didn't we? Had a great time, brother. We got to do it again, man. <laughs> we got to do it again. again. Absolutely. I love you and respect you, bro. I appreciate it. I see what you're doing. I see you. <laughs> Proud of you, man. Thank keep you, man. On. Keep on. Keep on keeping on. 
And thank you guys for tuning in to It's Time to Lead podcast, where leaders come together to grow and get better. And I was, I'm just so glad to be able to have you guys uh, tune in. Thank you guys for supporting the show. We are up and running. And thank you, uh, brother, for making this happen. God bless you, bro. God bless you, sir. All right. I'll talk to bless you. you. Bye-bye.